Human Fur uh, channel. Uh, welcome to the first podcast by Head Choppers Radio. We're sponsored by Dream Team Cuts and Human Fur. Uh, hosted by me, Brian the Barber Official, L. Phil the Barber, and Kino the Barber. Kino! Thank you for tuning in. Uh, so, Kino, uh, first to start off with you, man, you got KinoTheBarber.com, man. So this is pretty awesome what you got going. You got a lot of uh, the ceramic blades, which are really popular. Uh, you got the airbrushes. You got the blades, uh, straight razor blades. Um, how did you come up with uh, to to come out to to be a supplier as well for for barbers out here in Connecticut? Well, first of all, I was I was the one buying the the, the, okay. the ceramic blades and noticed how a lot of people were like into it and you know that everybody it, it was on high demand. So I I was looking around and. Finally got in touch with a couple of people yeah, that really helped me right out on how to, you know, supply other people and um, even companies. And from there on, I started reading books about how to become the, the main man. And it's going well. It's going well. I mean, I'm selling here in the United States, Puerto Rico, These. overseas, Brazil. Everywhere. These are the Yo, my man's are going international point period, man. <laughs> He's yeah, all over. Yeah. But y'all want those um those Andy's T I line of ceramic blades. They're they're great, oh, man. Um all different colors. All different colors. He got the black ones. I think he's the only one with the black ones yeah. right now. <laughs> so, the truth. We got the black zirconia blades, which are a little bit more stronger and um and it's on high demand. A lot of people are asking, like, where the hell you got this from? I mean Hey, Kino, Kino got him. That's it. Kino, Kino got him, baby. It doesn't matter barber.com. That's that's all you ain't gotta go. Got Kino the barber.com. So we got him. But no. I can help you. I'm calling us. We're not working today. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's our first podcast. It's like an introductory. We're just we're doing it's human fur. You human know, fur. This is our sponsor. Um, and um, Phil, introduce yourself a little bit, man. Let them know who you are my name and, and is, how you got into this industry. My name is Phil, Phil the Barber, Ill Phil. They call me Ill Phil because I'm ill. Um, I started becoming pretty ill around the, like in the 90s. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an OG in this game. But um, back, I, I tell you the truth. You want to know how I started or just what? I don't, I'll let, the, let them know how you started, how you got okay. into the fascination of becoming a barber and and, be, and letting this be your career path. Okay, so it's a pretty long story, so I'm going to just cut it real short. I started cutting around 13 years old. I started cutting my brother's hair. Um, I was in the backyard cutting, cutting his hair. The neighbor seen it. It was right before back to school. And she said... I'll give you five dollars if you can cut my son's hair. I said, okay. So I started doing, I, I did it, I knew how to draw, I used to draw. I used to be fascinated with like drawing palm trees and fading out. And, so I was like, can't be that hard with clippers. So my mother bought me a machine called the Flowbee. You connect it to a vacuum. Y'all remember the Flowbee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went and bought these wall clippers, these cheap wall clippers from like Bradley's or Caldors or wherever it was back then, which is now like Walmart. So. We bought that, I was just, back then, we used to have like Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell type of hair. Just oh, fading man. on the side, <laughs> yeah, crazy yeah, on top. Yeah. yeah, I lost it now, but that's how the hairstyle was. So I used to just fade, I faded my brother, my neighbor wanted to cut. I ended up cutting his hair. I got $5 from it. And I was 13. 
all of a sudden there's about 13 kids in the neighborhood and they used to see me outside in the back cutting so it was like five dollars here five dollars there five dollars there and to tell you the truth i did it because i had an addiction to jordans i was addicted to michael jordan sneakers so i figured hey the more hair i could cut the more sneakers i could buy so i did i just cut like crazy i was cutting hair i cut hair that's how it started but i got really obsessed with it when i want to say like mid 2000s i knew i was pretty good i wanted to make something out of this my best friend my partner gabby gabriel gonzalez gabby the barber go follow him he believed in me when i didn't you know so he was like phil stop effing around you need to be a barber so i started doing it he brought me into the barber shop at edge masters um shout out to ray he's the one who started edge masters but i used to see other barbers like Ant the barber june gabby lou and i used to be like man this is people showed them love and it was dope like everything the whole game just being at the shop the people you had you had the ogs the hustlers the young kids they all look up to barbers for some reason because we could change somebody's style. We could change, so we could put a smile on somebody's face when they're frowning. We can, um, we can take a, a five to a ten. We could do. This is what barbers could do, and I wanted to feel that. So, I started working in a barber shop. Um, I lost a little interest midway through because it was like I, I was the I was a guy. Me being white, being in Hartford, it's it's pretty hard to be like. I, it was hard being a barber because people would just walk by you not being like plus i had a lot of veterans behind me so they stuck me in the front and they would just walk by me so i was like i don't want to be that guy man so um what it was was i worked my butt off i ended up cutting somebody up from yukon and nobody in the shop wanted to cut him up jonathan manodug he came into the shop nobody wanted to cut him up i guess everybody got nervous and i was like i cut it up i ended up cutting his hair he went back to school the whole team i guess liked it they called me up about a week later and like that's when I knew I'm like oh man our state team is requesting me to cut their hair I was like that must have did a pretty good job so right there I had confidence I built my brand I knew this is really what I wanted to do and that's like the main point and how I got like where where I'm at how what I really wanted to do was like that moment right there when I had the confidence to me they were celebrities right because we're in Connecticut, we don't have any any big teams. So once I did that and I did good, I was like, Pfft. plus at the time they had good players on the team. So it was like that right there took me. Huskies, baby. Huskies, baby. That idea took me from here. My head was here. And then I even just got better as time went. And, you know, anything can happen. Now, now people can't come into the shop and even, I have the first chair. People don't even pass by me. They, they. They stop right here. They wait for me. They they request me. It's like I have to go. Yeah, man, I love it, man. I just love this. I could explain so much more, yeah. but that's really where it all started, and that's how I got addicted. And just making people feel good and look good is it's, it's a it's a great it's a great feeling. feeling. Yeah, uh, so. it's a great feeling. Uh, Kino, let them know a little bit about you. Introduce yourself to 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 our fans out Everybody. there. That's tuning in right now. Well, shout out to y'all. If y'all want to be on this, we we everywhere. Today. Yeah, we're everywhere. I'm sorry. I'm let them go. This is, this is not to y'all. They want to be part of the podcast. And we have Kimberly so everywhere. Know a about me. Please request um, to be live. We'll I'm originally on. from Yabucoa, Puerto Rico. Please request to be live. I'm originally from Yabucoa, Puerto Rico. 
Um, I've been a barber for 13 years now and really started in Puerto Rico cutting hair for like two dollars, you know. But when I really made the change to Cleveland, Ohio, where a lot of people don't even know that I'm, I, I was in Ohio and I went to school there, wow. I spent time, years, everything. But that, that's where you that, got your license? <clears throat> no, I got it. Oh, yeah, you got a Miss Payne. I got it here with Miss Payne. You got it here with Miss Payne. You got it here with Miss Payne. But you know what? Um, the thing was that. Um, it, it was it was so so good to see other people like real happy about about getting a haircut and stuff like that you know so I, I was like you know what I'm just gonna start cutting hair and forget about the streets and street life and all that stuff. Chef signed in man. What's and up? Chef? Chef? Salute to Chef man. What's Chef, up, Chef? You gotta be here. You should be here. And you know we um I started my bad. I started working on different I started working on everywhere like people used to call me hey can you go to my apartment hey can you go to my house and it was good and everything but um, the cops came in one time oh, wow. Wow. They, they, thought, they thought i was they thought i was selling drugs uh, and i wasn't I, I literally changed my life around but it didn't work and just because of that i had to get my things together and started going to you know, looking around to see what school I gotta go to and, and all this stuff and I ended up going to Miss Penn Hill, which is down the street too. Yeah. And um she really helped me a lot and finally got my, my license after three times. Trying, trying, trying. And I never I never gave up. I never gave up. Even though I, I my English is not the the best and, and you know, sometimes it's hard for me to understand stuff, but you know what? When you work hard and when you really want this stuff, man, things really happen. And it did for me. And she helped me out. Um, she got me in there. Um, I remember we used to go to, like, um, churches. We used to go to um, shelters and um, give out free haircuts. And, and, and it just the phase that, that people, even though they're going through a lot of stuff, and even living on the streets, they that they, they, once you get them a haircut, it's like wow, you made their life. And I mean, to me, that was like that's it. And another thing, I I, I was I was in school a lot, and 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 back then when I was in high school, I used to have um, little tremor. I used to. Sleep <laughs> everybody up. Ryan, you right now. The teacher was mad at me. Like, you, like, like, you know what? I, I, yeah, like, yeah. I like this. So, hey, bring that know, one over here real quick. It just, it just got into me, and, and now uh, um, I'm so obsessed with this that um, people call me crazy because sometimes I wake up at five in the morning. I mean, I start at five in the morning and um, finish like around six, seven. Yeah. And I don't say it's crazy. I, 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 it's a passion. Yeah, I, I just love, I just love cutting hair so much. It's crazy. It's, it's what I love to do. And what's up? What's going on, man? Yeah, I know you need a haircut. Hey, from there on, I took off and and 
got my license. Awesome, and man. Got everything together. That's right. I could, I could say barbering changed my life. Yeah, barbering, barbering changes a lot of our life. What about life, you, Brian? Uh, all right, so a little bit about me, and I'm going to get straight to the point. Um, hey, Jacob. So basically with me, um, I was um, I'm born in the Bronx. Um, my mother brought me out here um, when she was pregnant. She didn't want to have any babies in, uh, in Puerto Rico. So I was born in the Bronx, New York. After the year, we went back to Puerto Rico, and I was, I was really raised in, in PR. Uh, by the age of 11, I came back to New York. And um, I've been, I like barbering since Puerto Rico. Um, I started in my grandmother's um, my casino. So uh, that's actually called a driveway here. Uh, so I started in my casino, and the same same as Kino, I started doing free haircuts. You know, um, economic crisis in um, in Puerto Rico doesn't lead you to to get a haircut every week, uh, especially as a as a young as a young man. It's it's hard for us to make money out there. So for me, I was leading a lifestyle um, on the streets, man. And uh, this lifestyle, it wasn't really for me, but um, most of my family members, it's what they done. You know, it's what I grew up in, the environment I grew up in. Uh, especially growing up in the South Bronx, you see more of it. Um, between the South Bronx and where I was growing up in Puerto Rico, Carolina, everybody knows Carolina, Monserrate, Orales, it's just full of caserios and stuff. So you, you're living in that environment all day, every day. So I wanted a way out. I was looking for a way out. So I went through so many things in life um, that led me right back to this, right back to barbering. So I went back to Barbering um, 2000, about 2009, uh, where I enrolled in Humacao, Puerto Rico, to Instituto de Banca y Comercio. And I took a one-year course there because somebody had snitched me out, man. And I was cutting from my apartment complex. And um, it, it sucked because I got an inspector come to my house. He finds me uh, 500 bucks. I go to the courts. I pay the $500. He comes back the next week. Um, Snitching ain't good, man. And uh, so I worked out something with the guy and I ended up going to school. Uh, in the course of school, I did, um, I did uh, graduate. I got my, uh, passed the state board in Puerto Rico, got my license. After I got my license with what I saved up from cutting hair, I opened up a unisex salon in Puerto Rico, in Calle San Juan, in El Pueblo de Macao. From there, I stood with that shop for two years. I sold that shop to my professor. He bought it for me. With that money, I came to the States. Uh, thinking I was going to be an owner, but things were... By the time I got here in 2012, um, the economy was just so much up, and it was so expensive. Real estate just went up, and uh, I ended so up good. just working at a shop. Um, I ended up owning a few shops um, here in, in the States, but it just went left. Uh, that's what happens when you partner up. So now I find myself here in Connecticut. Um, my career as a barber has been quite successful, I say. I've gotten to travel. I've been sponsored by products. Um, so I've seen many places with just clippers. Um, it's amazing to, to see that because I never thought I would get to that point in my life. And I thought as a barber, you know, I wouldn't do so much. Um, I, I didn't have quite the, um, the vision for a barber that thinking I'm going to make this much money. There's barbers out here, bro, that I know, and they make more than what a lawyer makes. Um, they're hundred k, they're a hundred thousand dollar barbers out here making a hundred thousand a year, man. So it's amazing to see this, and um, 
I'm just like, you know, it, it, it made me more passionate. Me going to barber battles. Um, the first barber battle I went to here in the States was the Connecticut Barber Expo in 2013. And I actually competed on there. I competed in the freestyle. Shout outs to Showtime, because you won.
we made more than that working all day here, you know what I'm saying? And then it's the same thing we gotta make. He made that. We waited, waited, waited. Not only that, we he finished the haircut, he got paid. We had to drive all the way home, we pretty much broke night, in order to work again, to show up in the morning. So being a celebrity barber is cool. It does go on your resume. You do make some good money, but it's really, you gotta thank your clients, man. Your clients are the ones that see you every week, every day. Those are the guys that, that help build your house, man. You know what I'm saying? So thank you to, to all you all, um, the regular people, all, all my, all our friends clients and, and stuff like that so that's like Those the, the real mvps the real mvps right yeah. there so clients all right yeah, so clients, i love i love every single client man um i was in new york cutting so i'm with um i'm with the south side barbershop family now so um for me i'm kind of starting all over again but i do miss you new york clients man again um you're tuning into head choppers radio we'd like to thank our sponsors dream team cuts and human first social this is the first podcast we're doing so we're touching a lot of topics yeah. today um uh, in between so right now um they're gonna they're gonna continue talking so i'm gonna try to get in touch right now with dream team cuts see if they're on uh, they could get on our lives real quick all right so listen man i'm about to um Chef, crazy like you know what i'm saying he got shot and make like sure you guys sad. follow him too he came back with a platinum album no but come on nate get over here this right here is nate no kino come on you can sit it's okay here come on come on so this right here this right here is nate the barber this young man he works for Southside barbershop right um how can i introduce you like this man this this kid uh, first of all, go ahead, introduce yourself. I don't want to introduce you. You introduce yourself. Uh, what's going on, guys? So it's Nate the Barber here, A60. Um, How yeah. old are you? I'm 19 years old. Just turned 19, September 28th. And um, when did you start cutting hair? Uh, I started cutting hair when I was like, I said 13. Back 13. What what drew you to wanting to cut hair? Um, It first started off because like my mom was a single mother growing up, so it's like, I, we didn't really have much money to constantly go get a haircut and I'm a hairy guy, you know what I mean? So I started cutting myself with my first pair of clippers. He's got no facial hair though. But um yeah, I first started cutting off my little brother. Nobody really trusted me, you know what I mean? Like age of thirteen, you you ain't gonna go to somebody that cuts hair but um, yeah, I pretty much started cutting just to help out around the house because I couldn't really have nothing. My mom couldn't help me out like that. You know, living in Newington was pretty hard, but um, I had to provide for myself a little bit at a young age. So, listen, when did you graduate high school? Uh, 2017, graduated from Newington. But what month? June? Uh, yeah, June. When did you start? When did you decide? Like, what, what made you want to do what you're doing now? instead of going to college like right away like you know most kids they'll try college mm -hmm. first you decided to go to barber school to cehj what 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 made you want to do that and like when did you do it 
Um, I believe I started barber school probably like late August or early September after the summer. So you had a summer right yeah. after you graduated and then you went straight to barber school. Yeah. Yeah. So you put in. I, I'm telling you this story because I, I know I, I this is my guy. <laughs> so you, you're trying to tell me you went to school, right? <clears throat> in August, you put in so many hours. We need what a thousand hours here in Connecticut. About a thousand, a thousand hours. hours. Yeah. And when did you graduate? Um, I believe I graduated. Was it March or February this year? I uh, think it was late February, early March. I know you got your license. Yes, I got, yes, they got, I, I got pictures same, with this guy. Same class. <laughs> Listen, so what he did was, this is what I'm trying to tell everybody out there. If you're young and you want to cut hair, and it's a blessing to be part of this industry, like this industry, he's, so he's, he's a great example. No, don't give See, up. don't. Don't like listen. I got my license. I'm the youngest one here, man. I'm 14. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got my license a couple of years ago. Like I've been cutting hair, but I never thought I needed my license. And then <sighs> situation happened. I'm not gonna speak about yeah. it, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I ended up getting my license, and it was the best thing I did, man. Cause yes, I love it. So this guy right here, this is what we're trying to tell you is, he was 18 years old. He graduated high school. He enjoyed the summer. He went to barber school in August, worked, did a thousand hours all the way till February, was killing it. Was going to school every single day, Monday through Friday, for about eight hours a day, it is, right? Eight hours a day. But you get to learn there, you get to cut, you get to, you have to learn the terms and everything for barber school. And he graduated so fast. He graduated, he took his test, he graduated, now he's a 19-year-old barber. He's coming up, he helps with the Hartford Yard Ghost. He helps with the Yukon Huskies basketball team. He travels to, to cut here. He does house calls. He's in here every morning with us. Um, He could come in a little bit earlier, but he's still here <laughs> every morning with us, man. So, so it's called passion, man. You know? Oh, yeah. Listen, man, you got to be the first one there and the last one to leave. Nate's barber. He takes pride in his work. I'm just trying to say, if you're young and you want to do this, it can happen. You just got to go to school. You got to... You gotta wanna do it. He did it. He did it. He did it fast. He, like, an 18 year old kid doesn't wanna be in school after they graduate high school all day long. He did. So now he has a career and he's 19. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be a barber for another 50 years if he wants to. Uh, regarding, you know, regarding to that right there, I have a question for him. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, sure. but we're gonna have to because this is uh, Hair Chopper's radio. So, so hold on, let's, let's um, get. <laughs> Let's get Brian in there. Wow. Let me, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna stand right over here. So for um Nate, um you got veterans here, man. We've been in this game for quite some time. I'm thirty seven now. So I've been in this over twenty six years. Now we go through our periods of time where we do get tired because we here sometimes seven days a week, six days a week from morning to, to late night yep. cutting hair. Um, 12, especially me, hours um, who comes um I come from New York, um, you know, now I'm now I'm here, but in New York it's more busier and it's a bigger city. So I was cutting 50 to 60 heads a day. I would go home and do it. I, sometimes I would even forget to take a shower. I just want to lay on my bed. Mm -hmm. So same with me. Do you continue, do you, with the passion that I see you now, because when I come into work, I see you you're cutting, you have a passion for it. I see, I see the love that you got for it now. Do you see yourself down the line as your career? This is, this it will be your career move. And will you still have the same drive and passion that you have right now, let's say five to six years later down the line? 
I say yeah, like I see I don't just see myself in this industry for temporary reasons or just for money purposes. Like I'm in it because I like to cut hair. You know what I mean? Like I want other people to feel the same way. I want to educate everybody, everybody on this topic. And it's like I don't want to just be a barber in a small shop. You know what I mean? I want to branch off. I got bigger um, ideas than just staying local. I want to okay. open multiple shops. Okay. Have places that sell my product or whatever I use when I cut my clients hair. Like I just want to branch off. I don't want to be stuck here. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. like, yeah, yeah. You want to be an owner. You want to have. Well, we're teaching you now. Exactly. You want to be able to to teach other kids, right? You want kids to put in the same hustle, the same work you did. You want to, you want to, that's what we're trying to feed you and that's what we are feeding you. So one day, like, like I just told you earlier, I could see a little me and you, you know what I'm saying? You just got to put, you, you got to want it and I know I want it. So the same way you're going to want it, you're going to be an owner one day. You know, it's, being an owner is just not having a, a spot and collecting rent. You got to teach, same way like we're teaching you, be the first one there, last one to leave. Greet your clients. Um, do everything possible to make that person feel good. You're learning that now, right? Yeah. You got to be able to teach all the young kids. You got to motivate these young kids to go to school. You got to motivate. Like you're young, you you could reach out to a lot of these young people and, and mm -hmm. teach them this. You know what I'm saying? Like with social media. Social yeah. Media you know, like just out there. Social media is crazy right now. <clears throat> it's crazy. Like. It's free advertising. If you guys you are not guys really got to, you guys really got to see his account. This guy is fire, man. So recorte están super bueno. Yeah, yo Kino, say that again, man. They fire, bro. Check out Nate the Barber eight six zero. So follow him on Instagram. Um, I love it because he's off. He's the future of this, of yes, this game. The and the boy could cut, bro. When I say he could cut, he could cut. He got some flavor. So um, let's let's uh let's see if we can link up with Chef the Barber. I couldn't link up with uh. You Dreams and cuts. Uh, you couldn't. You couldn't. Yeah. So, no, you yeah. know, no. Which one is Chef the Barber on? <laughs> Chef. What Chef? Chef. Yeah, Chef. <laughs> we got his wife over here. He's probably over here tuning in somewhere. Yo, Chef put something that's very true. He just wrote, love what you do and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Never. I don't show up to work. At, I don't have a job. Exactly I, I don't even people. have a job. I, I'm I like, bro, I don't, like, I, don't, I don't feel like this, I'm working. Me neither. Like, like I'm, this is not like, yeah, we're putting in hours and we're making money. People but, look at us like, yeah, uh, like bar is, yeah. Uh, you guys don't like, do nothing. Man, you, you take a two pound piece of tool and you do this for 12 hours a day. Constantly just ah, 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 ah. But man, I'm, I'm, tired, I'm, I'm looking like, at carpal tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> backs hurt. You know what it is, standing like here. Your stuff. backs get stiff. You need chiropractor. Your, your hips are stiff. You gotta like, man, it, this is tough work. And, and it's tough work, but you know what? Uh, be be smart about it. Um, there are um stress relief uh tools for us as a bar. We got stress mats for our feet. We have uh, yes, get mats, get comfortable get stickers, mats, get yes. insoles for your shoes. And, and, and if you ever um, feel like you don't want to do it no more. <laughs> Go to YouTube. Feed yourself with Erica's videos all, all day. Yep, you, you'll that's see. Right. You're gonna love that. Yeah, uh, it's a, you got all those uh, pedicure chairs. <laughs> uh, get yourself a chair with a massager because our backs too hurt. Our backs, man. So massage, backs, massages are pretty good for us too as well. Definitely, like invest in like at least once a month. Go see 
You know, every couple of weeks go see a chiropractor, get cracked. Go invest yeah, in getting massage. Get those muscles and kinks and everything taken yeah, out because sure. there's Shep over there. I think Shep is all right. Being a barber or a cosmetologist, Shep. Let's women, women, same man. thing doing salon here. Go live with Shep. There's um, I want to shout out three women real quick. Um, my friend Maggie, she works at a salon. Uh, she works at the beauty room weather show. She's awesome. Ivy Red Jade on the uh, Grand Avenue with Marcy work. Joyce on the Berlin Turnpike. These women are like us. They 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 stand on their feet all day long. All right, so hey. we got we got Chef the Barber on the line. Chef. What's up, Chef? <laughs> What up, man? We got here. Hold up, Chef. I, I want. I'm about to. Yeah, break them Show you real quick. Just bam. That's chef, chef right the there. Look at Chef. Make sure you follow <laughs> Chef the Barber, human first chef. This guy got a lot of things going on too. Here. Oh, 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 oh. I got do not disturb. Yeah. One All right, Talk Chef. All right, Chef. What's going on, Did Chef? You see ya, Chef. That's what's good, man. Guys, uh, also follow Chef the Barber on Instagram to another great barber from Connecticut. He's over in Sprout, Connecticut and Sharp Image Barbershop. He has a youngin in there, too, called Fitz the Barber. Follow him, too, as well. And he got Fitz the Barber got a great mentor there, man. He got Chef. Chef is in this 10 plus years, too. It's like our Nate, you have, what's his name, Fritz? Fitz. Fitz. Fitz? Yeah, Fitz. Yeah, you got to teach him the way. He's got to walk. Yeah, he's yeah, got to walk. The same muscle. Like you, you, all right, Chef, I want to say, it's like whatever you do, he's going to follow. You know, so if he feels like you're going half-ass, he's going to see that and he's going to feel like it's okay. He's going to see you. Yeah, so <laughs> you inspire him, you know what I'm saying? And then all the other young people that come in the shop, what you tell him, he's learning off of you, right? Then he's going to be talking to these young people and teaching these young kids. Like, we're role models. You know what I'm saying? So, not just a role model to another barber, we're a role model to the community and everything like that. Exactly. So, yeah. you, you setting the bar so high for Fitz, it's like, he's going to do the same when he's at, at your level. You know what I'm saying? So, it, that, that's a blessing, man. You just got to show him the way. Yeah. So Fitz followed you on Instagram and, and shouted out to you. Wow, that's amazing. Are they? And he was, and he was at the shop watching you. Yep. It's okay. I have one barber chair. I put him in the corner with a regular folding chair. And I told him bring as many people as possible. And I cut him up and I walk him through every single cut. And he did it. And he's got he's got he's gotten better. Seventeen, huh? Better. Seventeen. Oh nice. Youngest person in Texas still in high school. Youngest person in Texas. Nice. Youngest person ever in high school to be licensed. 
And um, yeah, like, he, and he looks at it like at one point, because we all know that a lot of these just don't really teach what we end up learning, especially in the tech school, because he's in a beauty program. He was discouraged for a long time. But then when I showed him a life and did some free classes at his school, other tech schools, when they yep. see what I definitely able yep. to show you, you know, they get excited, they get encouraged. Yeah, so, definitely. definitely. Barbara, I'm, I'm one of you guys. Barbara's here in Holland. You know, I, I remember being a chef. I love cooking. I love all that, but it was very stressful. But I've been cutting hair on and off for 16, 17 years. Whenever yeah, I did the same, man. I was the young, same. That's right. Yo, you teach her, you teach her how to do arroz con pollo, too? Wow. <laughs> 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 this guy could cook, man. Right, cook yeah, time, bro. Yo. I'll tell you. I'll be getting hungry. <laughs> Make a sign, we, we better head over there right now. Yeah, no, 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 no. we're all about to head to the cooking right now. Go all of us right now. Start cooking. December 3rd. Yeah, just cool, cool. Bro, Mira, J Majors. He's on he's on my life right now. J Majors, you know it, man. Hey Jay! Bro, so he got, to Jay, he got the tickets up there, man. Salute to Jay, man. I'm not gonna buy him from the website yet. Because I wanna buy him straight from him. But please, yo. Mira, we gotta go over there deep, man. Uh-huh. And take everybody from CT. Connecticut Barnwell Expo is the biggest expo in the United States. They're saying it's the biggest expo in the United States. A lot of barbers from from Connecticut they don't, they don't support this guy, which is you know putting our our our, our, our name out there. Like yeah. this guy is global. That's true. Uh, it's, it's sad to say that most most a lot of people from here they don't support that. You know. That's true. I've been to the, I've been to the Connecticut barber expos, and most of the barbers that I meet there, they're not from here. They're not from Harvard, New London. They're not from not a lot from Connecticut. It's just like any barber show. I I say because I've been to many barber shows and many barber shows when I network with folks I meet folks from out of town they're, they're international they're coming from Europe or something like that and it's just not from the town and it's sad to see that the barber community within the state doesn't come together you know especially you know what? coming from New York where um, in New York there's so much hatred between the barbers so much jealousy so much envy even within the barbershop that you work in and it's sad to see that because all right yeah it's a competitive market but at the same time, you should work as a team. Work as a team. You, know, you shouldn't have a barber help the next man get. If you know you're here, help that next person get there. You know what I'm saying? If you know you're here and you're trying to get there, ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, like try to learn. Because it's sad to see that you're cutting hair, you're finished with that client. That client goes outside. The other barber has nobody in chair, but you got somebody next. And that barber goes outside with that client. And then he's talking BS about that barber. Like, yo, he messed up your haircut, this and that. And he's trying to steal away your client. It should never be like that you know this is a learning industry constantly is a learning industry and we learn from each other because when we start working as barbers when we're getting our apprenticeship and all this like where where do you start to learn you don't to me not really in school i, I didn't really really learn how to cut here in school i learned how to cut watching guys in the barbershop you know sitting down and watching a veteran of 10 plus years they're cutting and watching how he fades watching how he uses scissor words watching all this stuff 
for me to uh, advance my my techniques, advance my knowledge in this industry. So that that's my opinion on that. Yo, true story, real quick. When I was going to school, I was I was I guess I was better than the teacher because the teacher didn't really know how to fade. They knew how to teach the class, but they didn't know. So they would use me as an example. They would tell me to go up in front of the class. Grab a person and a class of like 20 kids to sit around um, and watch me fade and I would have to talk to them and teach them how to fade. So my, my, my teacher would tell me, show the class how you do this and this and this. So I was helping the class. Not only was I cutting in school, I was also teaching them how to fade. You know, so when you go to school, you're not going to really learn. It depends on what school you go to. You're not going to learn how to do every single haircut, but you are going to learn through... What it is was what's a hair follicle, a dermal papilla, uh, you know, how many white blood cells you have in your system. You know, like you're gonna learn all that stuff stuff that you need to know for the test and, and what's good to know, but like I had a I had a cut hair in the barber school and I had to show the class how to fade. So that was, that was pretty dope to me. Yeah, they got one here in Hartford now. Ace is here in Hartford. Jay Majors, yep. Major League. Yeah, they got one here in Hartford. Big shout out to Jay Majors. Major League, man. The reason I say that is because people also got to understand that. I just think we need more teachers. I don't know. You know, I think we need more teachers where they're teaching you how to really. You, you want to know? Do more of the physical work. Can I say this real quick? Sorry, Brian. Sorry to cut you off. This is why Jay Majors is is so good at what he's doing. He went to school in East Hartford. He went back in like late '90s, early 2000s. He went with. Gabby, that's here in the south side and with Lou, right? And he was to school with them. He was with Miss Payne, who also gave us our license, Keno, myself, and Nate. So Jay was in school with Gabby and Lou back then. And he had to do nails, roller sets, and stuff like that. They didn't teach him how to fade. They didn't teach him how to do anything barber. So he got his cosmetology license. He graduated and went to... Um, where's he at? In West Haven? He was in West Haven. He's in West Haven, right? So he started cutting over there. You know, he put the hours in the effort. And he knew what it took to make a barber school. He, he been through it and he saw, like, what he didn't get taught. You know, he, they didn't teach him how to fade. They didn't. He had, a, he had to learn all that stuff himself. So what he's bringing to Major League Barber School is what he didn't learn. And, and he's helping the new generation, the new kids, and the new people. And everybody that wants to learn, he's teaching them the ways, you know? So, all those people that go to his school, like, say you went there, right? You, did you, you say you went there, Chef? You went to Ace? But you ever stopped by Major League? When he was, like, teaching or anything? No. So, everybody that goes to his school should 
Watch how he moves. Watch how he talks. Watch how. Watch everything because he's so successful at what he did that that next J Majors could be you. You know what I'm saying? So if you're that close already. Study him. You know, follow him. Ask him questions. Like learn off of him. You know, like if Nate needs to know something and he asks me, I'm gonna tell him. You know, so if you go to Ace Cosmetology, you want to learn how to do the things Ace does. Ask him questions, you know what I'm saying? Like, learn off of him. Don't just, you know, don't just go to school and think you're going to get your license on the shop. Learn, man. Learn. Follow him. Like, watch what he does. Learn. Like, ask questions about the industry. Ask how he got there. Ask the struggle. You know, like, you got you to gotta ask him. You got to talk. You got to ask. And, you know, that's, that's important. It's important right now, so. You know, like, you got to ask me. You got to talk. You got to ask. And, you know, that's, that's important. That's important right now, so. Oh, yeah, the, the business side of it. Yep, yep. Like, like, I don't care how nice you are sometimes. Like, if you don't know how to, the business side of a barbershop, yep. you cannot open up your shop. Yep. There's, there's more to it, you know. There's, there's, there's a lot more discipline when you're running that business. There's, there's so much. Yeah, yeah, you just don't want one. You want to teach young people and get multiple shops. You, you need, like, you don't have to, but if that's what you want, like, that's what I want. You know, I don't want this. Right here, I want multiple shops, man, you know? Like, I want... I want to... You know, my goal is pretty much like... It's not even my goal, but I want to do it. I, I want a barber school, you know? I want, like... I want to get with, like, Ace and J Majors and open, like, like a big, big school or, or get kids to come in. And I, I want to teach, man. I want to do the same things. I want to do that. Like, I want multiple... Southside Academy. Southside Academy. Hey, never know. You never know, right? You know, like... I, I want to do it. It can happen. It can happen, man. Southside Academy. Southside Academy. Hey, never know. I get. I feel like I want to do it. I want to do it. You know. And I know that I got the work that I'm doing. And that's another thing, you know. People understand, like, yeah, there's a lot of ways. He's smart, man. He's smart. He look. He knew what he wanted to do, and he's doing it. You know, like he. he hey. You know, the queen of the barroom, and if you need any material, see these little lights that are around here? Kino has them. You know, the ceramic blades? Kino has them. You know, so. The black mask. Kino has it. You know, so. Air, cordless airbrush. Oh, and I got some new models coming in. Oh my god. You gotta see it. Listen, man. Everybody, everybody, tune in. Kino the barber.com. This is the sad thing. This is, you know. Oh like Connecticut, we support barbers and stuff like that, but then again, you got people that I don't know why everybody does not support barbers. Kino is in Hartford. If anybody needs pretty much any product, Kino has it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but a lot of people see it as Kino, and they don't want to. They don't want to support him because he's another barber. They don't want to see him get to. You know, like that's not that's not right, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he's trying to help. He, he has a family too, but he's trying to help barbers exceed and get higher and just elevate. You know, and they don't see it, they just see it as, oh, we don't want to put no money in his pocket. And, and it's crazy. We don't want him. You know, like, so, so sometimes they, 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 
they just want to know how I do it and, and, but, and, and, and so quick. You know, it, it takes time. It takes time. But it's just nice to it. Trust me. You, and I just, just want to say something real quick. Well, just regarding hey, us. Chef, you need one of these shirts, Chef. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get one of these shirts, Chef. Yeah. So, real quick, regarding to the barber industry and barbers in general, we as barbers, we have more than just a barber talent as well. You got your business barber. You got your rapper barber. You got barbers that even draw, like Rob the, the original. This guy is crazy with his drawings and all this stuff, and he's taking it within the barber community, but also you got to see the stuff that he does on the side. Uh, we have all types of barbers, but we're not just barbers alone. We have ideas, and, and the great thing about being a barber is that we have flexible schedules, so we're able to take these ideas and work it with out and get it out there and get it done, you know? So those are for the passionate barbers that want to go. Like Pacino's, for instance, this guy, I've seen this guy grown from nothing. Like, I've been following Pacino even, I think, before social media was even, like, established out here. Because this guy started from handing out business cards and putting business cards in the clubs, in the bathroom stores, with his logo on it. And it's amazing to see a barber of that um, caliber um, do it that way. Because to this day, I still believe... Um, and a handshake, I still believe in business cards, I still believe in, in uh, the word of mouth uh, for us barbers, for us to get clientele. Um, yeah, social media does work, and for me being an older guy, um, I think it works more for the younger generation, you know, I know how to do it more of um, the old school way, the way we, we do it, but seeing these guys grow into that, develop that, now he has a product line that is internationally known, now he's in Target, CVS, Ricky's, NYC's, his product is everywhere, to see that barber do all that, it gave me motivation to do what we're doing right now, you know, and I got two great barbers beside me and two positive barbers who motivate me as well to take this podcast to another level. Thank you. Thank you. You know, thank you. I'm sorry, go ahead. Contact people live, man. If I want to reach out to somebody live. Oh, okay. So I can't under. I just I can't call somebody. I can't. Um, yeah. Okay. Hold on. All right, guys. So um, I'm gonna try to um, chef. We gotta let you go because we're gonna try to uh, get live with uh, Dream Team Cuts over there. Thank you for, for yeah. I was trying to be live with us here on uh, Hair yeah. Choppers Radio with us and putting your input in. Uh, to what's going on in the industry. I'm trying we to get Abby. hope to see you here live soon in person. All right, cool. God bring that rock con pollo y sal over here. <laughs> All right, all right, bro. Um, sister, salute and thank you so much. Yo, chef, man, salute, baby. Thank you, man. Oh, um, so man, listen, I, I really don't. Technology is crazy. Alright, guys, there's so much going on in the industry. Dream Team Live with FaceTime. Can you call him? You got like the number numbers? Yeah, but then um, the podcast is going to go off. Alright, so how about this? We got Gabby tuning in. What's up, Gabby? Gabby's
Hey, hold on. Let's see. Follow Gabby the barber. Let's see if we can get to another great barber. From what phone is that? From Gabby. Yeah. Let Let's see if we can go with Gab live right now. And remember, go to Kino the Barber. Go live with Gabby the Barber. Ceramic blade. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to um. Thank you to our sponsors, and Dream Team Cuts. Let's see if Gab's live right now. If you want to be the next one in this couch, let us know. We got you. Gabby Lee. Guys, even if you're in the Hartford area, you're a barber from Hartford, Connecticut. We're at 463 Franklin Avenue, Hartford, Connecticut, 06114. You're more than welcome to stop by and sit on the couch with us and put your input or output of the industry here. Nathan, and even more, like and we still got more to Anybody, you cut hair? You cut. Listen, man, it don't matter where. If you're in the porch, if you want to be a barber, believe in it. If you're in the driveway, believe in it. Believe in it. If you're in the basement, if you're a basement barber, doesn't matter where you're at. You're like, you know what I'm saying? You can be history, anywhere you want, man. Everything about you. You know, some people started in the basement. Yes, sir. Or had to get moved to the basement. <laughs> you know, either way, you leave the basement and you become. A barber in a barber shop. A barber shop. Doesn't matter where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't matter where you are. I used to cut when I came here. There was one spot, and I used to cut in this hole in the Bronx, over by the Soundview area. And let me tell you, this was the worst place to ever cut because there were so much things happening around me. I had dudes come in to the to to that shop, and it was a very small shop, very tight, dude. And people would come in there. And, and gang members and all this stuff, man. But you gang, know what? I got out of all that, and I seen so many stuff happen around me. True. And I got out of that, and I'm here now. And um, like I said, with two pair clippers, we're putting my passion, my love, my heart into this, my sweat, and all my problems and everything. Um, we're here now, and I gotten to see certain parts of the world that I never here thought now. I would never see. And thank God to, um. To those two clippers, man. Shout out yeah. to Wall because it wasn't yeah. for Wall. Yo, crazy. Yeah. No, it's crazy yeah. too. Real quick, let us tell. Wow. Back in the days, <laughs> we have a lot of clippers now, right? Because, you know. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Shout out, shout out to everybody else. So, we have a lot of clippers now, right? But back then, man, this is how we used to cut hair back then. We used to take the wall clipper, right? We would fade up. It wasn't like skin, skin tight. Then you would turn it. Zero gap it right yeah, and then do a shape do a up shape with, it. with it because you had one <laughs> clipper with like two clips So that's how that's how we had a cut back then. So That's what it was back then. It was like number two threes on top with a fade, but you use the 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 regular walls right and then you turn it the opposite way and you try to shape Talk it up. about that like shout that. outs to the barbers um, because I used to do this in Puerto Rico um, Blade over comb and you're doing a skin fade just with the blade and the comb. A lot of us started out like that. Just blade, just do Yeah. No, no, not that blade. Uh, oh, uh, the, razor, uh, blade. razor blade. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and you put it all in between the comb and you move it up and down yeah. for levels. Um, yeah. For levers. And yo, I, I started out like that because I wasn't able to afford a machine. Then when I got my first 20 bucks, I went and bought a Conair. And in the nearest Conair, pharmacy, Oscars and Conair. and I made that Conair look like a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> that thing get jammed on people's hair, <laughs> <laughs> and he gets stuck. But that's 
That's how we learned, man. That's, that, those were the tools that we had. So nowadays we have everything fancy. We got like the slim line, what the Andy's T outliners, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, back then that's yes, all you had, bro. Kino yeah. just said a great question right now. Um, great question is to everybody who's tuned in everywhere and every angle. What clippers, what clippers did you start using when you started cutting hair? What up, Lowe's? Comment, comment, Lowe's. Comment, comment. My man Lowe's. Big time. Always all right, all right. Shop, always Southside representatives, man. Awesome. Um, what Clippers did y'all start with, man? Pretty much. That's that's me growing Connor up. Below. Yeah, we started with like Con Air, some yeah, fake Osters, some. I don't even know what. When I started on, uh, on I the, I had the Floby. Remember the Floby? I, I I had the the Andes Master, and I noticed that, that was my first that, expensive that a machine. Of, a, a lot of um. Puerto Rican barbers use the wall, the wall senior. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I, I always thought, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> my blow up's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be better if I switch to wall. Yeah, you switch, and they yeah. Did. Yeah. Listen, you know how I got? I got on wall because of Peping. Like, I was never a wall guy. I was always Don't a wall guy. The Fade Master and the, uh, the Master, oh, they, 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 they're they, really good. But to cut hair, I'm I'm a wall guy now, man. They jam Fire. up a lot. Yeah, man. They're I, really good to, to erase those hard fading lines. You know and what's all crazy stuff. too? They're really good for that. I had an Andy's machine, right? I was like 15 years old. I bought an Andy's machine. I had that Andy's machine. I got that Andy's machine in 1995. The the Fade Master one, right? Yeah. I had that same machine. I would just change the blade. I had that same machine. That wow. same machine for 20 years, bro. Like, it still worked. I finally, like, retired it not so long ago, but that same machine. And after that machine, I bought other ones. I've had, like, two two, two or three other Indies machines since then, and they jam up. So, going back to this guy, MVP's Barbershop, him and um, Macho, right? Oh, Macho yeah. was like, yo, Phil, you got to get on the walls. So, I was like, I don't know. I'm not a wall guy. I'm an Indies guy, Indies guy. I bought my first pair of walls, and I fell in love. I was, I was, I was so upset. <laughs> Why I did it? I've never switched, and like I saw the difference in my haircuts. Like I just felt difference in the weight and the wrist to inner. It was just the clips, the clips, everything. The super taper two thousands. Yep. That's what's up. That's what's up. Wow. Yo, to be exact, I started with the wall groom kit. The wall groom kit. That's what you started with. Yeah, we all had some weird clippers started, man. <laughs> Trust me. And then I was I was cutting with like the the dollar store scissors, the fake scissors, the dollar ones, <laughs> that like, little purple. Yeah, yeah, like you could barely cut paper with, like you know the ones like you can't cut yourself if you're three years old. I was trying to do that on top. Just it was crazy, man. It was, <laughs> man, I had like yo those super tapers two thousands. Those saved my life, man. Those those were great clippers super to do tape-ups, anything, man. And they lasted so long, too. And they wouldn't get hot. That's the other thing. I could run them for hours, and they don't get hot. And that, those are great clippers, man. Designers, too, because in Puerto Rico, um, I remember when I was going to school, all the barbers had designers. Like, even though you get them in a goodie bag, but even in barbershops, they were using the, the wall designer, and that it's a great fade, man. And now, in this year and age, we got cordless. Everything's oh, pretty much cordless. Everything's pretty much yes, cordless. Yes, I love cordless. Anything cordless, oh, no, I've been listen. watching. You know what I'm waiting for? So you guys will know. I got the magic clip. I got the, the retro T cut. 
And the only ported um, trimmers I got is the wall um, reflections or the the detailers. No, evil. the detailers. And, and the wall heroes. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Macho the Barber. I was using Andy's um, T outliner, and this guy was like, you know what? Use the the the, the heroes. I don't know why the heroes are a lot. They 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 smarter, but they are a lot stronger than the yep. um, Andy's T outliner. Look at this, hold on, where are we at, how we... Well, yeah. shut over here, we're yeah. lie. So, Look at this. So these are like, everything's wireless, man. These right here is definitely my favorite pair. Those are nice. The, the, wall, the wall seniors, love them. They get all the way down, man. They like, they're dope. They're, they're lightweight. Sure. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, for the most part, but... Then we got um the cordless turning four. four. That's the other one I use. But these are all wireless, like this one's super light. Hey Nick, go get me the um your other one, the burgundy joint. So these right here, right? These things are like sharp, man. I love these joints right here. This is another wall product that I like to use. I used to be an Indies guy, but now everything's pretty much wall. This right here, like this machine right here, it's zero gapped, right? It goes all the way down to the teeth. Like look at it. And then it's got this little lever, right? And it just the teeth come up just a little bit more. That's good 